Welcome to Sam and Maggie Hate Glee. This We're is a podcast where my brother and I rewatch episodes of Glee. Um, in uh, the first time that I've ever rewatched them in, in the Glee in its entirety, uh, I, neither of us finished the show, but nope. we're going back and we're starting at the beginning uh, when we were actual Glee watchers and we loved it. But as uh, many watchers know, you slowly grow to hate the series over time, and here we are. We're starting yep. up um, the second half of season one. Now, what was the yes. episode title, Sam? The, the episode title is Hello, and it's Hell-O. Uh, oh, what could that mean? Could that be some sort of double entendre, perhaps? I mean... No? No, a I pun? mean, the Glee, the Glee people don't really know how to do... We're, oh, but speaking of naming play? things... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to apologize to our listeners for the episode of last week's the name of last week's oh. episode because it oh, doesn't yeah, make the, sense the name of last week's episode um yes. so in this little like intro part let's talk about the name of last week's episode sam spent the evening getting drunk with <laughs> yes. his boyfriend and who then uh said do, to do what sam well okay so we were drinking wine specifically you might guess pinot noir um because then he started singing the song from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That is the mm-hmm. the the Pinot Noir song. Yes, by Titus, uh, and uh, it it ended up. I I laughed really hard and thought it was funny, so I made it the title of the episode. And then I can't back down now. So yeah, there so we are. Here we are. Um, just reveling in this uh, in this bad joke that isn't it's even not really a-, a joke. It's a funny reference, and okay. I if you if I mean, people we didn't even yeah. talk about Kimmy Schmidt in the episode, Sam. Like, what are we doing here? Are, are we just are there I'm, no rules? Do I'm not going to do... apologize for trying to bring in TV that's actually good. I mean, into Sam, this process. What I'm, what I'm telling you is to keep your private from your personal. Okay. What Wait, if I fuck. keep my privates in my personal? No, that's a good idea, actually. Um, <laughs> anywho. Let's uh, let's get into the episode. Yes, uh, they they start off the recap well, with if you live in a cave or you just got out of prison. Yeah, give me just a second. Um, I want to keep this tradition, even though we did oh, finish what? the first thirteen episodes. It, it originally this episode, hello, is fourteen. Oh, fuck. Yes, of course. The, Ori- the no, viewers. it's okay. Originally aired on April thirteenth, twenty ten, with thirteen point six six million viewers. April. Which is, that's much later in the year than I thought it was. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's what up. A break. That the number of viewers is way up from episode twelve, which was eight point one three million. About this, I remember. Yep, and it's up from the pilot too, which is only nine point six two million. So it looks like Glee has hit its hit its stride with this with this new push, half season. The big promo push. Yep. Um, before this season, this uh, half of the season began, so perhaps that can account for it. But yep. if you live in a cave or just get out of prison, here's the recap from Glee. <laughs> yeah, it covers all all of the content of the first thirteen episodes in the recap today. So nothing specific, really. <laughs> besides, I, I mean, I would say that's pretty um that's pretty accurate. Like about the who who doesn't know what's going on in Glee because everybody was fucking watching Glee at this. That's point. true. Yeah, like even if. Even if they didn't like it, or they weren't talking to people about it, like everybody knew what was going on because everybody was fucking watching the show. It was big. 
Yeah, I mean, we were also in high school, so that helps to account for that. But uh, perhaps. Also, we had a bunch of real nerd friends. That helped yep. too, I think. Well, I mean, the whole reason I watched it is because somebody else that I knew, wa- like, got me to watch the pilot episode, and then it was just kind of a thing. So, oh well. Uh, it happens. But anyway, so we had that recap. It literally covers everything. Um, but then we cut to Rachel walking in the hallway uh, with yes. Don't Rain on My Parade, the music, not the words, obviously, but yeah, just the music I, playing I, in the back. My note is, our funny girl walks the halls. <laughs> Here she comes. Yes. Um, and so uh, it's Ra- so we end up having Rachel, Mercedes, and Kurt walking down the hall. They're talking about how they're popular now because um, they yeah, won sectionals. Yeah, w- winning sectionals has given them cred. Yes. And then it you could probably smell the foreshadowing coming or like smell this coming from like 10 miles away, but then they all get slushy because they're in a line. <laughs> so it's like the perfect yes. like viewpoint for slushing. So they all get slushy at the same time with some bright blue slushies. And David Krofsky is one of the people doing the slushying this time around. When do we start getting like plot for Krofsky? It's like a, um, I mean, at least he's not until do season some, like, two. No, but I, he like bullies Kurt pretty hard coming up here. I think. Yes. Yeah, because I I think the, yeah, I think not the looking whole, forward to that. No, but anyway, um, yeah. So then, uh, then we cut to Figgins, who is in his office talking with who else? Chu. Um, yeah, it's Will and Figgins, uh, principal office scene, of course. Yep. Uh, and talking about how the New Directions have to win at regionals or they are through. Will acts like he's like, what? When, when was this a thing? And yes. Figgins is like, this has always been the thing, though. Yeah, I. It's I, we, we kind of essentially just get more plot. Not, not plot necessarily, but just like another like thruster onto our shoddy reason for this whole show existing. <laughs> to keep it going um so yeah they have to win regionals in order to continue with the club um uh the person i was watching with pointed out that the production quality seems to have taken uh taken a a bit of a sharp upturn in this episode Um, oh yeah like it definitely looks much better than some of the episodes in the first 13 um but i will come back to that in a minute anyway (laughs) so we'll see oh Um, sounds like sam has a point Yes. Sue enters the scene. Yes. She comes back as coach um, because it seems that there's something going on between her and Principal Figgins. Yeah, uh, she she gets she, him coffee. Yeah. Yeah, she leans in pretty close. There's a lot of... She's very close in this scene. Mentioned something about um, a night of Congress, perhaps. Yes. Uh, so it seems Sue is blackmailing Figgins with some kind of sex trips because she mentions that she got his coffee double whipped, like with double whipped cream, because um, that's not the only thing he likes whipped cream on, which is a gross thing to say. Um, yeah. But the other the other big thing to point out, uh, Sue is back. Um, and along with that, the Cheerios also need the use of the auditorium during the cold months. So apparently yeah. there might be some more conflict there as well um, because, you know, we need that engineered so that way we have a show. Okay, and then we go to Finn playing basketball. Yeah. Um, he is wearing the black and red uniform of the McKinley... What are Whatever they? they are. Wildcats. I don't know. <laughs> Cows? Get, get your head in the game, man. Um, I'm pretty sure they, ca- they can't be Wildcats. No, I, I honestly have no idea. You should look it up. Okay. 
Um, okay, but- as Sam looks that up, I'll talk yeah. about this scene. So uh, we see Finn playing basketball, and Rachel is wearing a Team Finn shirt in the audience. She's very excited and very cute. Um, it's a Finn monologue, so we've got a we got a big voiceover from Finn uh, talking about how um, Rachel thinks that they're dating, and then this is where I was like, "Wait, are they dating?" Oh, um, when did they start dating? Yeah, so that is a good point. It looks like the mascot is the Titans, I guess, okay. um, which has never been mentioned. Um, but uh, is, is yeah. the thunderclap like a reference to that somehow? I don't know. I guess so. The hmm. The other thing I wanted to point out with Finn's monologue, he talks about football season, the football season, how they only won a single game, but he set the record for getting sacked the most in a single season. Yeah. Which doesn't, does not speak well to his football career. Um, and um, for those who aren't football acquainted, that means when a quarterback gets, um, gets tackled. tackled. Yeah. <laughs> when he, um, usually when he's still holding the ball. Yeah. So, so that's like, not good. Good job, that's... Finn. It's pro- because the thing is, probably um, Finn would like get in the position to throw the ball. Then he wouldn't be able to remember the play. Then he wouldn't remember who he's throwing it to. And then he can't decide where he's going to throw it. And he panics. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is there's also some great acapella music um, in the background of oh, yeah. this little monologue. Because it, it transitions. So you were talking about Rachel and Finn, how they're dating now. Because in the middle of Finn's monologue, we have a bit of a scene with them in the hallway, which I think you were talking about. I was looking at the internet, so I don't know. Um, but she oh, has, yeah, um, where Rachel presents him, presents Finn with his and hers dating calendars. Yeah, except they um, also have pictures of them as cats. I think. No, it's they're just cat calendars. Oh, okay. Um, Are you sure they and, don't have Rachel and Finn's faces on them? No, they don't. Okay. I don't think so. Um, I mean. I'm pretty... Yeah, they don't. They definitely okay. don't. I would have ri- wrote, written that down for sure. Okay. Um, um, but, anyway, yeah. I have a no- I do have another note here that, um, like, Rachel is being portrayed as, like, clingy and crazy. Yeah. Which is unfair, honestly. Like, yeah. The, well, um, it, like, if she... She just seems to assume that they're dating, which is weird. Yes. Um, but... Like being just being like, I don't want you to cancel plans on me. That's not yeah. that. That's well, not bad. That's here's just a, someone who doesn't want to be ignored. I I agree. I agree with you. I think the other thing though that might give it a little more credence is that in this scene specifically, we're seeing it from Finn's perspective, and Finn yeah. is a huge douchebag. So yeah, Finn is a jerk. Yeah. So um. I think there might be some credence to say, and I don't think the authors or the writers might have intended this at all. But if we're seeing it, if we're seeing it from Finn's perspective with his monologue, then we're definitely going to get more of a Rachel is crazy, she thinks we're dating now vibe than a oh I think we're dating now. I'm going to do the things that dating people do, which is what I think Rachel's intentions are more yeah, aligned I mean, with. Not just like intentions wise. It's kind of um, an interesting thing where like. I have to wonder if Rachel did say something. She doesn't seem like the kind of person who would just not say anything because she really yeah. likes to like... Well, no, but she is kind of weird around boys, isn't she? She is. And I don't know. I think it was because there oh, were... wait. Like, there's that one really frank conversation she has with Puck. Do yeah. You remember? Yeah. Uh, like, when they're like in... When uh, she's cleaning the slushy off of him in the bathroom and she's like, 
so are we like gonna stop dating because you're going to choose football like she she didn't beat her on the bush you know that's true i think though part of it though maybe yeah i think part of it is that with finn she thinks that the way that he treats her is indicative of him like choosing her i would say especially from the stuff that happened at sectionals where um yeah he obviously shuns quinn uh and, and he like is turns nice to rachel quinn like yeah but whatever I, and like turns yeah. towards rachel yeah but i think i think it's just important to note that that is like i i think it was a point that we both were surprised that they apparently were dating um yeah because i think most of the characters are surprised when they find out that rachel and finn seem to think they're dating somehow um but the other important point from this little scene finn we find out is still hung up on quinn he's looking at her wistfully in the hallway while rachel's talking to him and he's ignoring her and there's a that's cool that's a cool thing to do well he also mentions in his monologue something along the lines of it's gotten a lot harder to ignore her or to ignore her while she's talking um (laughs) which is Uh... terrible um but we see a conversation between Puck and Quinn that I want to say really quick because it's really... Oh, yeah. No, go for it. Yeah. So Puck is talking to Quinn and he says, I'm just... I'm not into fat chicks. And Quinn goes, I'm I'm pregnant. pregnant." And he says, and that's my fault? Like the question way? Yes. (laughs) Which is very good. I thought it was a really good joke. Um, But uh, yeah. Yeah. We... uh, And then Finn keeps talking about how he's off his game. Yes. So voiceover, which is still happening. Yep, um, and, and yep. we see uh, Coach Ken Tanaka in the, yeah. in the audience of the baseball. Fuck, crowd. No, he's he's the coach of the basketball team as well. Yeah, but so, he, but we see him in the crowd of yes. the uh, on the sidelines. Yeah, on the sidelines. I get. Yeah, there we go. Um, and he is eating something. I can't really remember what he's eating. It's, it's a just sandwich. Like, I'm pretty sure. It's just messy. It's a yeah. There's some messy eating. Yes, be, and be warned. Well, uh, Finn is talking about how Coach Naka has gone full Jessica Simpson, I think, is what he says. Yes, that um, is the because he gained like, broke 40 up pounds. With his, yeah. Ga- broke up with, with his fiance and gained 40 pounds, and everybody acted like it was normal. Yeah. I um, think it was 20. Uh, I have 40 written. Yeah, um, but the other note is Finn is awful at basketball because he's distracted and like very bad at basketball. Very bad. Finn is not an athlete. No, he's just a lanky person. Um, Yeah, he's just tall. He's one of those people who is just tall. And was like, and people were like, "Oh, do you like do you like sports? Are you good at sports?" And Finn was like, "I think I'm good at sports. Everyone, all my friends do sports." Yeah. Well, we'll come back to this because there's more about it later. But the next thing is the Glee title card. We finally got there. <laughs> it only took right. us 15 only minutes. Took 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so the next we scene. Open the scene on Sue being transphobic. Yeah, she's so she's cutting someone's hair. We can see she's pulled a ponytail and she's using scissors to cut hair. Um, she it. it kind of pans out as she's doing it and it shows us that it's a dude who has long hair and is wearing a ponytail and uh she does say something transphobic i'm pretty sure about how she wants him to look more like a man and then she hands it to a cheerio confusing yeah that's what that's her 
Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. But she does hand the ponytail to a cheerily Cheerio, to a which I thought Cheerio who's walking by. She's like, here. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. But the the other like the whole premise is stupid. I don't like it when Sue does things like this just because it's it just doesn't seem I mean, I guess it technically fits because we've seen her do other things like this in the past. But yeah. I just I I just don't like when they play up this aspect of Sue. No, yeah, I mean it's it's, yeah. it's bad. Like yeah. it's not a good thing to do. No. And Glee should stop doing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fingers crossed. Um and then uh Will confronts her while she's in the hallway, uh, to find out why she's in the school because she was still in suspension and all that after sectionals. Um and we find out that she roofied Figgins and implied that Will, they had Will sex. Does, Will doesn't find Will, this out. Yeah, but um, we do. Sorry. The audience does. Because yeah. we get a we, we cut see of it. it. Yeah. We get to uh, see these scenes cut in with this um, argument Conversation, with Will. Yeah. Yep. Um, it is gnarly. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's not great. They're eating dinner. There was some kind of like conciliatory dinner or something that Sue yeah, invited Yeah, she Figgins convinced to. him to go to a dinner with her where she drugged him. And convinced him that they had a tryst by, like, bringing his um, essentially passed out drugged form into a hotel room, undressing it, and putting it in a bed. Yeah, it's funny because she, the part that we see of this, she wakes, she, he wakes up and assumes that they must have done something because she's covered in the sheets. But when she takes the sheets off, she's fully clothed in a tracksuit, yes. which is funny. Um, but she takes well, a picture no, and blackmails yeah. him to say that uh, he'll, like, he, his family and his church will find out if she doesn't get her job back. No, yeah, she, she, she's like, yeah, I will be telling your wife and your church and um, ruin your life. Yeah. If you don't bring me back as coach for the Cheerios. Right. Um, not great. No, it's not great, but. Again, Sue is not being an especially good person this episode, so it's not surprising either. Um, there's a fun line where they're talking about burying the hatchet. Uh, I think Will says, um, "Oh yeah, he I don't want to bury um, the hatchet yeah. or something." I'm and not she burying says, any. What did you say? Well, well, she says, "I'm not burying any hatchets unless I have a clear shot to your groin." Which that's right. Ah! <laughs> this is pretty good. Um, and then, yeah, so she, she announces she she's... she talks about Asian yeah. cookware uh, yep. because... Will uh, has enough product. Quote, yeah, yeah, to quote uh, Sue, you've got enough product in your hair to season a walk. <laughs> um, yep. Okay. And then uh, she announces she's still out for the Glee Club. So we have our villain back to... Hooray! Yeah. So, and she's become so cartoonly villainish. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that we anything but this about sue it's weird yeah. it's like they try to show us like one side of sue that like most of this horribly villainous side and then we get small flashes of her being an actual decent yeah. person and it's yep. if anything it's confusing like it's not it making is. her multi-dimensional it's making her like bizarre like multiple personalities yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. Um, but that's the thing is I do remember because we already had the thing with her sister and um, Becky in the Cheerios. Right. And that episode was really good for kind of giving Sue like a better, I don't know, I would say character, but you're right. It's just like a different personality that Sue has. Yeah. And then we see this where it's, yeah. Where, well, and I, I remember that it comes um, back it's up. It's just so. very interesting that yeah. uh, they've decided to write her this way. Um, yeah. 
because it doesn't it means that she's like it's not that it's she well, like we can't predict her or whatever it's not, but her predictability is not the question it's more of right. like can we like her as a person yeah no <laughs> no um yeah so anyway or we'll even as we'll a have character. more on like she's she's just no. too um too unpredictable but not and like I don't know. It's not in like a predictably unpredictable way, I guess. No, it's just bad. Or, like it's it's yeah. she's not a good character. It's poorly done. No. Yeah. Um but so let's move on to the next scene. Uh so it's in the Glee Club room and Will is writing hello on the board. Um but not just um, that. He has done a drawing. <laughs> has oh yes, yes. I yes, have it yes. in my notes here, except mine is much better. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's what you get for having Will a degree draws, in art. Um, Will draws a little uh, stick figure man on the on the blackboard <laughs> who is a uh, word bubbling. Hello. Well, so the best part is he writes hello and then he says hello and then he does the shitty teacher thing where he waits for people to respond to yeah, him. Yeah, and it's like he's holding his arms out like, eh? Yeah. So then they do, and um, and then so he asks this, what yeah. people say when they get oh on the God. phone. Um, yes, and um, some people are like, "What? What are the? What are some of the answers?" Because I only wrote down. Artie, Kurtz. I think. Yeah, I only wrote down Kurtz as well, but I think Artie says something like, "What's up?" And Mercedes no, says like, something it, like, "Who Artie this?" Says like, oh, like what's real or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but it. So we have some kind of normalish ones, and then we have Kurtz. No, she's dead. Which, this is her son. Which kind of stops will for a little bit which is funny um but it yeah he he goes into his typical speech yep. dictionary definition uh bullshit he talks about alexander graham bell and edison for um coining the like you know coining hello yes. as our telephone answering phrase um rachel so he talks about how they uh this is they, all ramping up to yeah. uh an assignment where they can only use where they can only do songs this week with hello in the title. And this is the beginning of yes. like song of the week kind of um yeah. themed. Well, shows. I mean we had the we had the ballad one I suppose where they had to did. all sing ballads. Um but and it's they a, had the matchup it's a formula we'll they... fall back on quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But uh the other thing I wanted to point out, he's talk he does in his speech he makes a little bit about how the Glee Club isn't as popular as they thought they were going to be after winning sectionals. Yes. And Rachel says that she has the the training bra that's stained blue to prove yes. it. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I... Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. This might this might come off as ignorant, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Why is Rachel wearing a training bra um, in high school? Well, I, the, I think the idea is that it's just a sports bra. Okay. Really? Or like a bralette okay. even. It's just not uh, like an underwire bra, I would say. It's kind of a like a phased out term. I'm okay. like... Yeah, because I, I mean, from my naivete, mm-hmm. I would assume that a training bra would be something that someone who is first wearing bras would wear to help them get used to the feeling, I guess. I mean, or... that is sort of the case, but... um. I mean, Rachel is like what, like fifteen or sixteen? Yeah, like it's yeah, not exactly. out of the question that she's wearing one of these. Okay, I guess that's fair. I guess the problem is I'm seeing Leah Michelle, who is definitely over twenty, 
saying she's yeah. wearing a training it's bra. It's kind so. of tantalizing in a strange way, huh? I think that's the joke. Yeah. Which is Ugh. a weird joke to tell. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, we the, get to, we've set up the premise. We get yeah, to the songs, We get to but, Emma's yeah. office. It's a Wemma scene. Yes. And they're discussing kissing. How fun yes. and not disgusting. Yeah. Well, so my first reaction when this starts is why is Emma still here? Because she hmm. had announced that she was leaving the school. She was going to be an adult and not. No, <sighs> she kissed Will. So she's here. I know. I know. Yeah, so she kissed Will, and Will is talking about how he could just kiss her right oh, there, yeah, that which I think is, is inappropriate. That part is pretty gross. Honestly, yeah, I don't like, think that's like appropriate. It, it, I, Will's uh, sort of uh, bubbling personal, uh, like uh, sexuality, uh, grosses yeah. me out because he seems yeah. predatory yeah. in like a gnarly way. Yeah, it's. I think it's one of those things where he's only been in one serious relationship. And yeah. it just shows, I guess. He um, um he just says th- says lines that are so uncool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty. But bad. so anyway, I I figured that was inappropriate for like a workplace oh, yeah. environment. No, but it is because they're coworkers. <laughs> um, for sure. And uh, the other thing, so then there's a part where Emma is saying. Or, well, Emma says, I don't want to kiss you right now because I haven't prepared. Um, and Will says, well, you didn't prepare when I kissed you the last time. And she, was, and she describes she it as... compares oh, that to it. Pearl Harbor. For real, yeah, she calls it. She calls it the pearly white harbor, which is probably not great. That's a tip. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's also... Well, kind of clever. Well, it implies that this was a pretty drastic event in her life. Um, True. It has a particularly bad connotation. Yeah. Uh, she um, apologizes yeah. to Will for not wanting to kiss him, saying this is an unattractive quality. Yikes. <laughs> well, yeah, that's... Um, the person I was watching with made me stop and pointed out that uh, when she's saying that that type of stuff... Will to her says you're adorable. Yikes! Specifically Yikes. about her like OCD symptoms, which is terrible. It's really bad. Um, uh, yeah, it's just not great. We have another sim. Like, I just I don't think Glee really understood that you really shouldn't make a character that is supposed to be a joke because of their mental legitimate illness. mental issues. Yeah. yeah. It's not a good thing to do. It is no. a bad thing to do, Glee. Why? <laughs> but um, anyway, this sets up. They're going to have a date at Will's apartment. Yes. Uh, which we'll get to anyway, it. Anyway, so. th- to close out the scene, yeah. I have mm, Will is gross. Okay, yes, coming up very next much. is a Britanna scene. Yes. I love them. They are in Sue's office. And they um, are being berated for how they've dishonored her. Yes. Uh, they, she she says they should be wetting themselves with shame. Yes. And then suggests that if she had a letter opener would that was sharp them. enough, they should commit seppuku. Seppuku. Yes. <laughs> um, and Brittany has a line where she says that they were seduced by the glitz and glamour of showbiz. Yes. Um. <laughs> And then Sue kind of lays out an offer that uh, she needs a new head cheerleader. And if 
Santana and Brittany can make Rachel crazy um, by going after Finn, then it'll blow up the Glee Club. And they, I guess it's kind of in, implied that they will, one of them, one of both them, of or them, Santana question mark, will, be? will become the head because, cheerleader. Like, I don't know. Is definitely the Batman to Brittany's Robin. Right. <laughs> well, we'll see. We might have some more in this episode to help us flesh out that no, uh, she's theory like a bit. The, but what's the, what's the name, the specific names of the ambiguously gay duo? I don't know. Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> she's the Stephen Colbert there? to the Jimmy Fallon. What? Who's the sidekick there? Jimmy Fallon. Really? I think. I think Stephen Colbert is the one who voices the older one All right. i don't know how that works anyway um but that's essentially just the scene i'm um, just saying that because uh britney and santana are gay so right so yeah so that's uh the so then we from there we move to rachel um bonding we, we uh we have no 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 it's will and finn no but um will and finn we, bonding you, we didn't finish the Britannia scene Oh yeah, go for it. Go uh, for it. They uh, they are told to go after Rachel because to go yep. after Rachel and destroy her confidence will destroy the new directions. Yes. Um, because she will leave, and then they will be talentless, and she will render the club apart, basically. Which, I mean, okay, this isn't the first time we've heard this. Yeah. And it most certainly won't be the last. No. But again, just not true. Yeah. I mean, just blatantly untrue. <sighs> Yeah, because they so, have Mercedes, uh, who's an amazing singer. Um, yes, there's no, there's, and we have Quinn now. They don't who absolutely need that either. this yeah. like small white girl who is like talented to be there. Yeah, um, but we'll we'll have to talk about that again. And in the next scene, we see Will and Finn bonding. Yep. Uh, in a gross mentory way, Will tells Oh, oh Finn, but, but we didn't finish the Britannia scene still. <laughs> to destroy Rachel, they're going to go after Finn. Yes. Because that'll destroy oh, I Rachel's said that, confidence. But yeah. Yes. Um, but so anyway, so in this Will-Finn scene, they're talking about the baby stuff, and yes. Will says that he understands what Finn is going through. Yes, I... Which I made a note I, because I don't think that's true. No, he does not. And I titled them Faux Fathers. Yeah, well, because... That's fun. Here's the thing. That is fun. Um, the thing about it, though, I was talking about the person I watched with because I wanted to say it to make sure that I didn't sound crazy. Yeah. But, yes, they've both been lied to about a baby, mm-hmm. but Will got lied to about a baby that Existing doesn't exist. or not, yeah. Yeah. Finn is getting lied to not only about a... Like, not only about a baby being his, but also his best friend is the father yes. and he has to see these people every day. No, they are very and, different things um, because yes. Will, uh, but Will just assumes that they are similar things because uh, he can only associate that they have two things in common, which is that they are being lied to and there was a pregnancy in their lives recently. That's yes. it though. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, uh, Will, you know, you're not, you need to have some no. more levels of evaluation there, Will. That's not enough. Well, here's the other thing, too, is Will claims to understand a lot of other people in this episode, and yeah. I don't think he understands anyone. I'm pretty sure he is 
talking out of his own asshole most oh, of the time. Most so. of the time, yes, that is very true. Um, she tells, uh, she, no, she, he, uh, Will tells Phil to, uh, Phil, Finn. Finn. Fuck me <laughs> up. Okay, you need to erase most of that. You need to edit no, that out. No, keeping all that. Um, Fuck me no, up. Finn has a New line. New and improved Finn, Finn Hudson. Finn, yes, but Finn has a line where he says, I think I'm dating Rachel. <laughs> so he's on the same train as us. Um, uh, but yeah, Will compares him no, to a Jagger this, this or a Morrison. Is, well, this makes me question whether like Rachel did talk to Finn and Finn just wasn't paying attention. Right. Because yeah, that's... we have seen scenes of him just like not listening to Rachel pretty blatantly. Yeah, that's true. And just sort of agreeing um, with her to make yeah. her shut up. <laughs> that's true. So it might have happened. Um but uh anyway he Will... sings uh, a rock star yeah. song uh hello i love you yeah so um yeah it's because will compares him to a jagger or a morrison it's... which i wrote are you kidding Yikes. me that's um, bad like i didn't realize that um mick jagger had like a weird slump and couldn't dance <laughs> right <laughs> right i um... didn't realize his posture was so bad I didn't realize Mick Jagger was such a flavorless packet of salt. Salt. That's a flavor. I couldn't think of. That's true. Oh. I'm trying to think. I, I couldn't think of anything. A flavorless packet of sand. No, oh, that's good. That walks around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, especially in this next number, when he sings Hello, I Love You, they do have yeah. like some rock star moments where he's wearing like a like a leather jacket and the cheer. There's like cheerio dancers all around him like fawning over him and things like that and it's like this um yeah. doesn't make this doesn't make a lot of sense does it this, no this no picture does not compute no so yeah so he's singing it by himself mm-hmm. he's awful i hate him um oh except some uh, non- there are harmonies he is singing it by himself but yeah. there are harmonies from somewhere that's cool good job glee <laughs> Um, there's some non-diegetic scenes where it's showing him talking to both Quinn and Puck. Yeah. Um, he, it also shows us him playing basketball good now. And he's Um, not talking to Puck or Quinn. He's singing at them. No, he's singing at them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that's a fun uh, thing to do. That's fun. That's like a music video. That's interesting. Um, yeah. And then the Cheerios do dance on him in the hallway. They really, they really Um, fall all over him. Swooning. Yeah, and I did write a note. He is kind of scratchy, like the way Morrison sounds, yeah. at least a little bit. Um, but everyone, it, it kind of cuts to him singing this in the Glee Club room. So it's non. It's also, is that diegetic or non diegetic? That was that was diegetic because it was happening. Yeah. So yeah, because he's in the Glee Club room singing this song to everyone, and people are so like, I'm guessing, yeah, like it's in universe. Characters can see it and hear. Yeah. It. Uh, everyone seems sexually aroused by this yeah. which is confusing to me i have um, um some notes here i said cool husky boy clothes um, yeah and ill-fitting jeans why is finn yeah. wearing such ill-fitting jeans because that was what was popular at the time it's bad maggie i know it yeah the so he sings it everyone gets hot under the collar yes. including like Quinn and Co- well, uh, also, Quinn and we, Kurt how, and Rachel how much can we trust that they're getting hot under the collar Santana and Brittany have been sent on a mission no, no I'm not talking about them I'm talking about other people 
Like who? Like Quinn and Kurt. Quinn and Kurt. And Rachel. Sure. We have a couple scenes where it's like they, they get a little uh, flustered, I guess, would be a good word for it. Because they all think that Finn is... Not necessarily all think about... They all take it as if Finn is singing to them. Yeah. Even though he's definitely not singing it to Kurt and probably also not singing it to Rachel. Um, but yeah, so after he sings it, uh, Ray, or Santana and Brittany do approach him. Um, and I had a note where I said, wait a second, Santana and Brittany are seducing him together? together? No, of Question course mark? they are. <laughs> How else would they be um, doing it, Sam? I don't know. But Brittany compliments his dancing, to which Finn says, I barely moved my feet at all. And she said, yeah, I know. Um, which I thought was funny because Finn can't dance. Yeah, and um, Brittany can. That's the joke. And then, so they invite him on a date to Breadsticks. They do. Which, with, this is the first, with the two of them. This yeah. is the first mention of Breadsticks, I believe. Um, a re- yes, it is. A recurring um, venue for many a scene in the yes. coming seasons. Yes. Um, and so it's like an Italian restaurant. I think it's supposed to be like the OG, you know? Yep. Uh, the, the good old Olive Garden. Right. But um, up, Olive Garden. There's... There's a gross us. bit. Give us those all uh, those uh, pasta passes, please. <laughs> There's a gross bit where Finn clarifies that he will be on a date with both Santana and Brittany, and they confirm this, and then he has like a gross, creepy smile yeah. at the idea that he's going to be on a date with and two then gr- it with cuts two to women. Like, Thank you. Yes. Lily. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gnarly, huh? Whatever. Yeah. Rachel in the hallway. That's the next scene. Yes. Finn doesn't tell her of this trio date that he's just set up. No. Um, and yes. he says to her, I don't think I want to be your boyfriend. I need to connect with my inner rock star. Yeah. Okay. Well, so first Rachel apologizes for being hard to date uh, because she said she said, along, she said something along the lines of, I know I can be a lot to handle, but I can be like i want to be i want this to be a good relationship or something and she says she wants there to be honesty to which finn says exactly what you just said which is that he wants to like find himself or something which you piece of shit like yeah whatever um and well i mean so he he says he's young he doesn't have to date rachel if he doesn't want to but like no but he's lying to her which is disgusting yeah um because yeah so then rachel uh, me uh, to be fair rachel kind of picks up on this i think i think he it's finn's idea that like going out with two girls at once is connecting with his inner rock star yeah maybe um it also kind of lines up with what will was telling him earlier about how he needs to find the new improved finn hudson um but then rachel attacks him like right there and is well, like basic, i'm no, the well, only basically rachel is like hey listen that was like a not cool thing for you to say to me um <laughs> yeah well and I, she I says re- i'm the she i say here in my notes rachel really feels her feelings right here yeah well she also says i'm the only person in your life who knows you um and calls him a scared little boy yeah uh which is why i called it an attack because it's more like she's not saying exactly like she is kind of trying to say, I'm here, I'm trying really hard to be here for you, but she's also making it very much, Finn, you're an asshole. <laughs> Which, well, I mean, to be fair, he kind of is. It's not untrue, because he did just, I don't know, 
yeah, agree to go on a date with two two other girls. When he, when he hadn't really cleared this shit up with Rachel yet. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so let's move on to the next rehearsal. Um, so we come into a rehearsal in the Glee Club room where Finn and Santana and Brittany are having small talk about pineapple on pizza. They are. Um, it's And cute. then Rachel... So then... Uh, Will says, hey, somebody needs to do a song because we need more of those. Um, and Rachel sings, gives you hell at Finn. Yes, she basically is... screams at Finn for like two minutes. Well, okay, here's the thing, though. It's really, it's pretty good yeah, is it's the good. thing. It's good. <laughs> um, yeah, she sings really well. She's also singing kind of at Brittany and Santana for a little bit. Yeah. And then everyone else kind of joins in. Uh, gets really into it. There's some dancing. Everyone is singing, except for Finn, who sits in the back like a stubborn little child because he knows this is directed at him. I mean, she doesn't um, sing to Santana and Brittany, really. She doesn't know that he's well, going she does, on this date. She does a little bit because they're sitting right next to him, and she's kind of like snaking her head around and singing at them like from different angles. Um, but it's not for very long at the very beginning there because uh, then they join in. They do sing the yeah. backup um, they, they sing vocals it's, and it's dance. It's a fun, like, yeah. everybody join in kind of number. Except for Finn, which makes it really good. Um, yeah, I mean, that happens more often than it than you'd really expect. Yeah, so Finn, Finn is sad, not singing. He looks snarkily constipated. Uh, Will rolls his eyes in the background. We see a little cut of Will rolling yeah, his eyes. Yeah, that part is, I have a note about that. Like, What? He's well. Don't worry. I I will get to this in just a second. Um, and Rachel's but, um, wearing white Matt, tights. Oh. How fun! Yes. Uh, and Mike does yes. some fun dancing. Well, and Matt Rutherford is still there. He oh, he's that's, still there. I'm glad yep. to hear it. Yep. Um, and they all have a really great time, except for Finn and Will, because once it's done, Will says, "Uh, you missed the point. Not to be a buzzkill, which we all know. Whenever anyone says." Not, not to be a buzzkill. They're going to say something really buzzkilly. Gonna... <laughs> yep. Um, and he says, you missed the point of the assignment. Um, and he says, you don't really, you don't know what you're, uh, you're going up against for regionals. Um, but I also put a note that it comes off as, also, you were mean to Finn and he's my favorite. And I would Sophie's choice him over any of you any day of the week. So... <laughs> Well, yeah, um, Finn is definitely Shu's favorite because he sees himself in Finn. Right, um, but I, you know, yeah, mentor so. Mentor kind of bullshit. And um, yep. then, after this number happens, Will yells at them about vocal adrenaline. Because apparently not yes. sticking to this shitty assignment meant that they were going to lose, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, he, and that, he's, uh, yeah, he, he says... I think he said something along, along the lines that they need to get serious. But honestly, this number was it's great. Good. Like, and it's like a good everyone number. is involved. And <laughs> I was like, this is probably one of the better numbers the group has done. Mostly because Finn isn't singing. But, oh, like... oh, <laughs> but yeah, so they have to sing against vocal adrenaline. Will is an asshole. No surprises to any of that. Um, and, do you have anything else for the scene? Uh, yeah, that's, um, that's the number. Oh. Yeah, and this vocal adrenaline stuff, it's kind of like, is this to remind us of the stakes? <laughs> I think so. Like, I, think, I mean, it's poorly done. Well, I think Figgins reminded Will of the stakes, and so now Will has that on the brain, so he's reminding all of us about the stakes because it's weighing heavily upon him. Okay, 
Uh, so we get to the next scene, which is great. As soon as it flashed to the library um, or the music it's, store, it's a bookstore, the right? Bookstore yeah. Where Rachel, Rachel like is in this specific outfit that I really remember. It's a black t-shirt with a big gold bow on it. Um, and yep. she is browsing through things, looking at Lionel Richie music books. And I was like, oh, Hey, I know this scene. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yes. So she's looking at these Lionel Richie books, and then she meets uh, Jesse St. James Jesse from St. Vocal James Adrenaline. enters the show and our lives. Welcome to, welcome, yes. Jesse St. James, everybody. Jonathan Groff is Jesse St. James. <laughs> yes. So we find out uh, Jesse St. James. He is from Vocal Adrenaline. Uh, he's a senior, and he's planning on taking his victory lap by winning nationals for the fourth, fourth year in a row for the fourth time winning his fourth national yes. title he already has a, a full ride to ucla and um he is also monologuing here which is why we know yes. all this information <laughs> well maggie you forgot about the part ucla it's in los angeles oh yeah oh before we get, <laughs> even get to this part the way he introduces himself to rachel is he's like hey i saw you perform at sectionals and i'd have to say your yeah. barbara lacks emotional depth <laughs> no no Which, you you lack barbara's emotional depth and it's yeah like, to be what? fair that is wow. that is the way i mean i feel like that is the way into rachel's heart though oh, is some to, like to banter about well, also some banter about Barbara, you know, oh, sure. some no, Barbara he's, banter. He's no, he is playing the right cards for Rachel Berry here. Yes, um, exactly. And it's, um, well, so just, I mean, just to say like Maggie, Maggie, like, should we go back and discuss the, the number? Do, what do you think about, uh, Rachel's emotional depth during that last number? I think it was great. Um, but I just want to point out that like, I feel like it's kind of a hallmark of really good couples that they make fun of each other. No, for sure. I mean, not even making so. fun. This isn't like a this isn't like a tease. It's like a genuine critique. It seems, which I think Rachel would very much appreciate. Well, that too. Yeah. Because um. No, Rachel's I think always willing to like know exactly get what better. people think yeah. so that she can prove them wrong. Yes. Um. I would say that I think I think he has a bit of a point in that. It was very, I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm not a critique. I don't get, I'm not a critic. I don't give a shit. It was good. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting to say because like in the initial, initial context, it's in a show, right? Where you already yeah. know the character and shit and uh, shiz. Rachel, yeah. I mean, is just singing because that's part of this, this show is that it's kind of like a jukebox musical kind of situation where right. it's, um, you know, like the, Rachel Berry is not um, the character who sang that song originally, you know? It's yeah. pulled out of its initial context and can only lack emotional depth in that way, right? Yeah, I guess that's or true. Or perhaps, like, every time a Glee character is doing a song, they're kind of reclaiming some of these, like, songs for yeah, their own. To, I to don't... bastardize them for their own um, <laughs> emotional iTunes needs. charts. Yeah, um... I don't know. I think we might be digging in a little, a little much. Whatever. But this is fun. <laughs> let's let's talk some more about Jesse St. James. They, um, uh, so there's, they're about to sing. Yes. So there's a piano in the bookstore. Yes. Um, and they're sitting at it. Uh, they well, Jesse sits down to play at it. Um, the person I was watching was pointed out that he and Rachel have the same hairstyle. Well, 
<laughs> well, no, not the same hairstyle. The same hair because it's like the same color. Oh, yeah, it's like and beautifully one of them is brown not... and shiny hair. They both have yes. it. Yes. Um, but uh, I, yeah, this I song is oh. packed with sexual energy, y'all. Let's. Yes. It is so basically they... foreplay. The chemistry is yeah. super on point. Um, and maybe well, we should talk about yeah. Spring Awakening. I was going to say, so they sing Hello, um, which the Lionel Richie Hello, uh, it's amazing. And all I hear is Spring Awakening. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, that's not a so, bad thing to hear. No, no not at all. It's like, yeah, it's, it's because, this is, yeah. Uh, okay, here's a, here's a big theory. Glee has just been Spring Awakening fan fiction um, in a How different universe. How did they universe. get to America? Alternate universe. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Alternate universe Spring Awakening fan fiction. <laughs> Think about it. Okay. I mean, who's the kid that kills yeah. himself? Uh, oh, I can't remember now. Who? Who's Frankel? the girl that's getting abused? Man, that's a dark oh, play, God. huh? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, so they sing it to each other. It's a play that they yes. did um on Broadway. Um, yes. Which? Well, it's there was a there was a musical version yes. it was kind of like a rock musical and uh the people who were in the lead characters on broadway were jonathan groff and uh leah michelle uh leah michelle uh, it was, so it was both of their big breaks i think yeah well i think leah was in um some les mis stuff as the little girl yeah. um before that but i think as her like adult career it was one of her first big musicals so pretty cool um, um and yeah we definitely had the uh like in our shared music library as teens, we definitely had the uh, soundtrack. Yeah. Soundtrack for sure. Yeah, and we've seen it. Um, yes. So yep. yes, it is a good so, show if you are ready to is. deal with some heavy themes. Yes, um, but so the two of them getting back to Glee, um, the two of them get flirty during the song. They sing and at each other. I said, it's, it is. Yeah. It is well, very. Uh, very well done very you yes. the way that it is framed and the way that these two people are really just staring down at each other um you it uh, you believe it you you're like wow rachel's being seduced yeah and I, I i put in a note finally a male lead for rachel that can keep up exactly because like it's yeah like, let's fi- let's get like the person for rachel now okay this is this yes. bullshit with finn finn can't keep up with yeah. rachel come on no Nope. So they finish up the song. Everyone oh, in the bookstore there claps. There's a, there's a sudden panning oh, yeah. in the middle of the song to uh, three different musicians, a drummer, and some strings. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where did these people come from? I thought this was a bookstore. Why is there a piano and these things? Um, yes. Why is this happening? Yeah, it's weird. Um, is it but not everyone diegetic? claps at the end. Disgust. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I want to talk about other things. <laughs> Fine. Uh, um, Jesse asks her out. Yeah. That's the end of the scene. Yes. Um, before we move on from the scene, though, I just want to point out, I think one of the other aspects of bringing Jesse in is that Jesse is the new Terry yeah. in terms of one lines, one-liners that are both funny and awful because yeah. uh, he mon- he mentions uh, when he sits down at the piano, um, He likes to Rachel, do um, concerts for people. Yeah. Yeah, well, he likes to specifically do concerts for the homeless. Yes. Um, and he also, when Rachel says, oh, I, I, Rachel's nervous and she says, oh, I don't know. I'm so nervous. I don't know if I could do this right here. And he says, oh, I remember when I used to get nervous. 
like, so. come on, this is the perfect person. No, for it's Rachel. good. Yeah, no, it is. I just I think it's funny because Terry's on the out, so we need another character that can give us some, you know, fun, witty banter. Um. Anyway, uh, the next scene is breadsticks. To, yeah, it's the breadsticks trio date. Britanna, um, are trying to are um. Well, they're not they're, trying, they're trying to. They're trying to scam they, the restaurant? Um, I think they're succeeding because they eat. So it shows us. We see it comes in on their the, what we would assume is the end of their meal. They've both eaten all of the food on their plates. And the waitress, they stop the waitress to have the food sent back um, because they didn't like it. So they want new ones. Yep. To which the waitress goes, but you've eaten all your food. And then they say some things about how she has to do what they say. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Uh, then they talk about yeah, how strange. Finn isn't hot. Yeah. Yeah. They um they just start gossiping with each other about who's hot and who's not. Uh, yes. And then uh, when Finn is like, hey, I'm right here. Could you not talk about me? They say, <laughs> well, no, this is how it works. We talk to each other and you buy us dinner and then we make out in front of you. Uh, and then they talk Which about Finn how doesn't Rachel seem, yeah. is an Israeli Pippi Longstocking. Yeah. Um yeah. It's not great. Um but uh they the Finn defends Rachel when they start talking about her. Um and they say, "Well, just leave your credit card and go sit in the yeah, car." Yeah, it's like, "Hey, could you wait in the car? Would you mind waiting in the car? <laughs> leave your credit card. Thanks." Like, nicely done. Then, Damn, yeah, Santana, well, best- you've really pulled this con well. Well, the best part is that Finn does it because he's an idiot. <laughs> um, but uh, and I mean, after this he is, gets um, off... This is Santana sort of um, playing her cards right here. She wants to date Brittany, but she's really found a great loophole where she can do it for free. So, yes. And also in a more socially acceptable way, I guess, yeah. technically. Yeah. Um, there's, but then we also get the iconic line that I remember years out. Um where after Finn gets up to leave, Brittany turns to Santana and says, did you know dolphins are just gay sharks? Yeah. Which <laughs> I remember that line. That was in like, a, like promos and shit, I think, too. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, so Next we that's, get to yep. a Wemma dance scene. They're dancing yes. together to a Neil Diamond song, Hello. Yes. Uh, yeah, another Hello song. Because they really are just leaning into this like uh mid 30s theme of the white week. couple yeah. life yeah well so yeah, the assumption it seems like um the idea here is they they had dinner they watched a movie i'm guessing um and now things are getting dancey and potentially more e um as they're dancing will sings along with the song yep and then mansplains to emma about how this is their song because it describes their relationship yeah, um, like, okay, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, and then they start making out on the couch. They start making out, um, but Emma stops them. Uh, yes. And this is an interest. like, Emma talks about how she's never really been intimate with anyone. Um, yes. And doesn't really feel comfortable doing it with Will yet. Uh, yep, because they're going too fast, is what she says. She apologizes um, for this. Um, yes that sucks uh, yeah well and so i talked about how i t- mentioned in my notes that like emma is like 
you know, at least like Demi Ace, like she's not really interested in this kind of stuff, is interested in it with Will, but maybe not, but like maybe not yet. That's nothing, there's nothing to apologize for here. Yeah. And, and also, yeah, there's absolutely nothing to apologize for here, except for the fact that what happens is she says, can we stop? And then Will has this look on his face, which I assume is the same look that Trump got the first time a woman said no to him, which Mm, is this like, wow kind of upset kind of like angry look um it's a which thing then, to do yes yeah and then emma feels bad and then will claims to understand again um uh. which i don't think he does because he was it's, it's obvious the way that it's being the way that he's being played like it looks like he was trying to get into her pants and like it doesn't seem like he was i, I don't think he's been in a situation where things have been going too fast or too far for him because he's been in a single relationship. Yes, where he's, he's not just, a very uh, experienced dude. And also, no. like he is not really taking into consideration any of Emma's comfort, which is just selfish and, like, unchill. Yeah, yeah well, so, and then Emma's, Emma says, oh, can we just, like, watch a movie or something? Um, and then Will talks about his ex on a date with a new woman because that's well. I mean, it's a big part of his life. I think it would, and be... they're not actually divorced yet. I yes. mean, I, well, I, uh... I think it would be like you know he would be keeping a lot of stuff from her if he never talked about Terry, right? And that's yeah. part of the problem is that he's yeah. refusing to talk about it, which is not in- essentially like helping the situation. No. Yeah, well, it's mostly because... Later in the episode, anyway. Yeah, it's also because um, the only movies at his apartment are Armageddon and... Bad Boys. Bad Boys? Not great. (laughs) Because because Terry liked her uh, uh, Bruckheimer nights or something like that. I don't know. It's... Yeah. Um, But anyway, let's move on to the next scene because I don't like talking about Will. Um, It's... uh, I have it titled Rach. Yeah. Because Finn apologizes to Rachel... About how he does, he says he doesn't want to date other people. Um, which I said, recall that he said he wanted to find himself the last time we had a conversation between these two. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> he's an asshole. Well, it's a, he wanted to find his inner rock star, which I think is um, sort of ambiguous. Yeah, it could yeah, mean but... it could mean dating people. Yeah, that's true, but it's still shitty. Um, yeah, but so now he wants Rachel back because. He he only wants what he can't have. Sort of, in a way, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. But Rachel, well, she only dates senior boys now. Specifically, yes, she, Jesse St. James. Yeah, well, so he she tells Finn that she's dating someone else, and he gets his, to- his toxic masculinity all over her because he's like, oh, how big is he? Is he bigger than me? Do I know me? him? Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> but so... Uh, She's moved on, but Finn is worried that Jesse seems to be playing her, especially because he's from Vocal Adrenaline and all of that. Um, and then Finn runs to Daddy because he didn't get his way. Yeah. Um, namely, he runs to Will to tattle on Rachel for dating a Vocal Adrenaline person. Uh, I, um, um, yeah, because uh, he tells this to Rachel that he's like, he's like, what? What do you mean? Like, um, what do you? What do you mean? You like? are dating Jesse St. James. Isn't he part of the enemy? Like, doesn't, what if he has an ulterior motive? But that, he doesn't say that. Rachel's Rachel says, 
I know it's hard to believe that someone would like me without an ulterior motive, Finn. Right. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a powerful line. Good job, Rach. Yes. Yeah, no, I liked I liked Rachel a lot more in this scene, especially compared to the last one with her and Finn, where, I mean, she burned him really good, but it comes off where she's like, oh, you know, I know I'm hard to date or whatever. Um, but this scene, it's a lot more, Rachel seems a lot more centered and clear about who she is and where she wants to be. That's right. Which I appreciate. Uh, and so we then go to a Britanna and Sue scene back in Sue's office. Um, they're doing yep, crunches. They're doing Brittany and punishment Santana, crunches, that is. I assume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Punishment crunches. Cause um, they didn't steal Finn away from Rachel, I guess, or whatever. Um, Sue has a line about how she uh, doesn't, uh, she she hasn't always had the smartest people to work with or something like that yeah. because she uh, taught Sarah Palin at a cheerleading seminar. Yep. Um, and Topical then reference. Uh, Good job, Glee. I know, right? Um, Brittany and Santana reveal to Sue that Rachel um, is in love with Jesse St. James. Um, yes. To which Sue responds that she is now full of venom and triumph. But, yeah, uh, um, sort of like... Yeah. Uh, horrible lizard or something um yeah. <laughs> um but yeah and so then we move to a vocal adrenaline uh Rehearsal. A vocal adrenaline Woo-hoo! number they're doing yes. highway to hell jonathan grock yes. can really screech hot damn nicely done yeah and we are introduced yep. to miss corcoran idina menzel it's in Adele the yes. building yes um yeah, so there's full-on show choir performance. Uh, also, walls of speakers and fire. There's, like, jets of fire coming out of the floor, which is impressive. Um, I, I made a note that the camera work has returned to a nauseating, well, <laughs> a nauseating appearance. It's okay. Because we have it's a, a lot of... It's okay with this scene because at least the dancing is good. So, like... Right. It's not... Yeah, no, no. It makes sense. And honestly, it makes sense that if you're trying to follow people who are dancing around, it's going to be a little nauseating. But I just thought it was funny because it's one of those things where it seemed like the production quality is on the up and up. And it is for the most part. But, oh, God, some scenes are just hard to watch. So... Yes. Okay. What happens in this scene? They are singing Highway she, to Hell. They and uh, Idina Menzel. After they do this great dance, it's really good. Jesse, like Jesse's good at um, the screech, as I said. And yep. um, Idina Menzel says, tells them that this is terrible. Which yes. thanks for the lie, Glee. Um, and <laughs> well, she she does say it's like watching beige paint dry because which their is show fun. faces are nowhere. She asks for Jesse's yes. show face. When he does it, she's like, look at this, people. This is what I want you to look like. So talented that it's, like, actually he, hurting you. I was going to say, he he's smiling so hard, it, it does look painful. So, yes. um, But at least we get a reason so talented, for once. It's hurting you. We're yes, we, we get a reason at least for once. Um, I mean, I didn't look to see it about their show faces when they were doing the number because I was impressed with the dancing and the singing, which I thought were the most important parts. But she has a good point. And maybe they weren't, but at least Glee is at least pretending to give us some kind of real reason um, as to why it wouldn't be good. Yeah. I don't know. And um, uh, yeah. then I, we I, I mean, get Will oh, coming sure. up and talking to a woman he should not be talking to. Yes. 
Um, I made a note though. I do think they're trying to play uh, Idina Menzel as the Sue of show choir with this. No, I don't think so. Okay, okay, uh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so Sorry. Will confronts. That's okay. Will confronts her about uh, Jesse dating Rachel. She defends Jesse as a good kid. Jesse's a um, good kid, Will. Yeah, and then it cuts to the two of them making out on a couch. Yes. Um. But, well, there's more talking with that uh, than that. Um, yeah, well... But yeah. it's mostly because Will is a fucking horn dog. Um, yes. And Idina Menzel talks about how um, most of the show choir directors that she makes out with are gay. Um, well, she also... She, she talks about how... Uh, no one thought she could win nationals with a with a performance routine where the uh, kids were entirely on their hands. Yeah, um, only and also on some hands. other stuff, <laughs> and some other stuff. But so uh, she asked, "Oh, was that too much? Too much uh, uh, choir talk?" Because uh, apparently that's in her, her entire life is all Glee Club. So she and then she asked if he's gay because she only makes out with gay choir directors for the most part. Um, <laughs> yep um uh will talks about how it has a line where he says i'm so committed to the glee club which like liar not even true yeah they're like a horrible post make out chat is not yes great nah uh and she um she greatly identifies that will is not doing great and will does say i'm kind of a mess yes um, she gives him the same advice that he gave to Finn. Whoa. Woo. Where it's like, you need to find yourself. Um, and she does give him his nu- her number and says that he's the cutest thing she's ever seen, which is not great for the egomaniacal asshole that we already know. Um, is there anything else from this scene that you thought was important? What else is going on? No, nothing. She leaves. She gives him her card. Okay. Yes. Cut. Next is Benedict Arnold. Yes. Cut to cut the butter, Benedict Arnold. <laughs> cut the butter. Yeah. Um. I've never heard that phrase before. No. But, but I guess it I like is it. The Glee Club. Well, most of the Glee Club. The 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 heart of it. The, the important core, people. Core yeah. Glee. Um. Mercedes, Artie, Kurt, Tina, Mercedes. and Kurt are yep. confronting yep. Rachel about Jesse. Yep. They've heard from someone that she's dating Jesse. Um. And. Yep. Uh, Kurt mentioned something about how Vocal Adrenaline's motto is Ut Neca Ut Nectoris Iris. The essentially Latin Nectus for Iris. murder or murder or be murdered. Yes. Supposedly. <laughs> um, so they're concerned because they, they think that Jesse is playing her as well. And they're saying you can't pick Jesse over us. Um, what happened to being a team? What happened to being in this together? Um, and Kurt does say to Rachel, everyone is replaceable, even you. So it's pretty clear how they feel about her relationship with Jesse St. James. It's true. Uh, and Rachel replies with, how many chances am I going to get with something like this? And it's like, oh, Rachel. <laughs> oh, no. No, Rachel, Rachel. no. <laughs> um, it's kind of the same thing that happened with Emma. Poor girls. Sad. Yeah. Um, so then kind of on the heels of this, we move to the old maids club, um, which is surprisingly diverse. Um, so Sue invites Rachel to a meeting of this club, the old maids club, um, which is a, a group of 
adolescent girls yes. who are who have maybe diverse body types and you know mm. eclectic hobbies or whatever and so they all think they're gonna die alone um, um yeah it's kind of not yeah. great no um, but it turns out know. that sue has yeah. set this up so that she can convince rachel um to to keep going with jesse oh, st we, james and we didn't sam fuck you we keep going what? further we keep going to the next scene when we haven't finished the last one and the cut the butter Benedict arnold's one they tell rachel that if she doesn't break up with jesse that ever she's They'll out all of new quit. directions yeah. and when she was like oh well no that like you can't kick me out and kurt's like then we'll all quit bye yes okay sorry i'm maggie i'm just i'm so horny for the end of this episode i know we've been recording <laughs> forever <laughs> um we need to bring the we need to bring the mood back up though so yeah so she, the idea Sue is here tells rachel, rachel is, that you need yeah. to become more that you need to become more narcissistic and self-centered than you <laughs> yes. already are that is a for real line <laughs> yes it's she wonderful. is a cartoonish villain um do you think that the so there's only we don't really get um any of the other old maids club as like uh actual characters except for there's the wrestling um, girl yeah so is that the wrestling yes, girl it is are you, you know, i feel it like it was a different is. actress she before a member of the glee club at one point no i know she does and i know she is in wrestling but is she the same yes, wrestling she girl? is for sure Okay, I think it's a different actress, though. No, it's um, the same person. Okay, anyway. Um, but yeah, so Sue tells Rachel, more narcissistic, um, and essentially is trying to convince her that she's to stay with Jesse um, because it will implode the Glee Club. She doesn't say that, but that's the point. Um, it is. The next scene is Emma setting the table for dinner. Yes. She is at um, Will. Uh, she's at Will and Terry's apartment, or former apartment, um, perhaps. Yes. Where she is setting up dinner for Will. Um, she knows where yes. Will keeps the keys, so she decided to come in and set up a fancy dinner because it's date night for them. Terry comes in and uh, to mock her mental illness and tell her that "Hello" the Neil Diamond song was Wary's prom song. Yes. Next scene. Well, um, the other thing is Terry has a line that I really want to just highlight here about Will, where she says. He's the kind of he's the kind of guy who goes out for milk and comes back with a pack of gum, which I think says a lot about Will because it's true. Yeah, I think because he's, he would get distracted thinking about how good he's doing at this like shopping job. Yes, and he would get gum because like, oh, my breath, my breath could use some freshening, so that way when I get back, I can talk about how good of a job I did, and people won't be disgusted by my disgusting breath. Exactly. <sighs> anyway, yeah, so. Um, uh the next scene rachel and jesse um rachel is uh i think she's at the vocal adrenaline stage for some reason looking for jesse potentially uh he turns on the no, spotlight I, yeah, I on think her they're meeting for their date oh okay um and yeah. he invited her to go to carmel high to their auditorium and um he turns on uh one of their show lights and he talks about yes. how you have to wear sunscreen on stage but it's worth it well, and before, uh, it's very bright, but before he walks out to reveal that he is the one who did it, Rachel does say, I carry a rape whistle. Yeah. It's, to... it's not like this is a fun, we're not, we're not coming in media res. This is for real. Like this no. is the beginning of their interaction. Um, yes. 
Yeah, and then um, they do have an impassioned hug, um, and uh, they commit to a secret relationship because, as we said, Rachel uh, Rachel's Glee Club has told her that if she continues her relationship, they will all quit. Um, and then in the background, over Rachel's shoulder, Jesse, we can see, sees Idina Menzel. So it seems that she is, in fact, behind all of this. Um, and she's also very creepy like Will is. Yeah. It's, um, hmm. How is it, Sam? Uh, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's good. I, I think it's good because we're introducing a new villain and we're getting some more drama. Um, I think the problem that I have is that Idina Menzel, as a person, comes off as such a nice person. Like, yeah. Just the way that she interacts, it doesn't seem like she'd be capable of this, but maybe that's her whole shtick, is that maybe she is yeah, actually perhaps. capable of this. Um, and this yes. intense eye contact, like, I remember, like, when I first saw this scene, I was like, oh, what's going on between these two? Like, <laughs> because he's, like, he is making out with Rachel and then, like, staring up like a lion from a pool of water as it drinks. <laughs> it's true. It's a very intense stare. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, I, I take it to mean that there is something afoot here. Collusion, um, perhaps? There is, there but, is collusion. I mean, but all, I mean, maybe it's just that I, I find Jonathan Groff gives off kind of a, kind of a pretty heady sexuality. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody he looks at is a potential um, sexual partner. Which, I, I, I mean, Will sort of does the same thing sometimes, but like, yeah, it's but not nearly he's as gross not... with Jonathan Groff yes. for some reason. It's pretty good. Um, I think it's because Jonathan Groff is younger yeah. and not always looking at people that are younger than him. Yeah. Like, seriously younger than him. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Um, might be but yeah, something. and then so... So then uh, the next scene I have is J'accuse again because Emma found out that the song was indeed the prom song. Yes. Um, she looks at the thunderclap and finds this out. Yes. Um, which she says it means that Will is still into Terry, which answers all of our burning question of why the hell does this matter? No. Um, but it means... <laughs> no, here's the thing. It's like, like, here's what it is, is that she's like... Oh no, I just realized that you've only ever been in one relationship your whole life. It's not yes. that it's not about this one specific song. It's just reminding her that oh no, Will has only been in one relationship and he's very weird. Yes. Like, um and he's which, making yeah. you uncomfortable. Maybe you need to leave yes. like let him be alone so he can w- not make you uncomfortable. Yeah, so again, Rachel or not Rachel, Emma shows herself to be an actual adult. Um and she says we're not this is off like me and we're not gonna like you need to take some time in very pretty much exactly the same terms that adina menzel's character yeah, <laughs> used like you need to take some to time to yourself to do before he's gonna actually do it yeah um she also says uh you would only be like if you if we jumped into this you would just be compromising for my crazy like you did with terry which is gnarly um, yeah it's not great she's definitely like Emma as a character has just been so beat down by the world. Yeah, it seems. I mean, Ugh. here, uh, let me read you my note. Emma is unfair to herself. She compares her OCD to Terry's lying, her crazy to Terry's lying, and with a quote, "her yeah. crazy to my crazy," and that's yeah, um, not a cool thing to icky. say about either of these people. No, no, it isn't. Um, um yeah. 
I mean, so essentially, the the takeaway here: she, spend like, some time she's alone. Being, will she's being really yeah. cruel to herself? It's not. It's true. It's not a fun well, thing to see. No, um, but to be fair, this I think is in her best interest. Um, oh yeah, she why to no, stop it's this? A good thing. Yeah. Don't let Emma be with Will. Yes. And so uh, she essentially, it's essentially like bashing Will over the head with the same message again to spend some time alone um, because for fuck's sake, like you've only been in a single relationship. Um, uh, And then she does, she has, she sends Will out of her office and says she's going to cry. So Will creeps his way out of, uh, out of her office. Yep. Um, And then, uh, Rachel lies to. Oh, and I did. I did want to mention oh, here now. Will it. is like yeah. off the hook for making out with Idina Menzel like twenty minutes yes. ago. I guess like he definitely Maggie, was in a relationship and dating Emma. Maggie, he was just living that rock star life. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, they never said that they were exclusive because she didn't give it up, mm. and. Will only likes girls who give it up. So, um, anyway, so the next scene, Rachel lies to Finn. Uh, she tells him that she ended it with Jesse. Um, Finn thinks that means she's running back to him. No, um, uh, yeah, he's he's like, oh no, I want to be with you now. Um, yeah. So he tries to blunder into wooing, um, wooing her, and Rachel turns him down for the team. Yes. Uh, she knows that if they. What she tells Finn is that well, if she they, says if they for the uh, start a relationship here, if they are get back together, um, it's going to be worse for the Glee Club overall. Yes. Um, and also, but we know as the audience, for fun, because we get the secret information, she's still dating Jesse. So it's because she doesn't want to be with Finn because she's with Jesse. And also, hopefully, because she has hopefully learned something about how Finn is an asshole from this whole scenario where he tried to date other people and then found out that, that he can't so he will settle for rachel and she's better than that yeah and she deserves I'm, somebody who can keep up with her like jesse yeah. st james next song exactly it's the beatles yes um yes it is singing hello uh and um finn leads which is not great um finn and rachel, rachel looks scared lead. the whole time yeah rachel looks legit scared the yeah. entire time because of the way that Finn is looking at her, which is awful. Um, it's some good show choir choreography. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I had to know. say choreography yeah. is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, Emma creeps from like this like weird riser background that we keep well, seeing people in for panovers. It's kind of a mimic back to the yes. pilot, right? Where yeah. we see... Sue and the Cheerios are up there. Where yeah. like, every, all uh, the characters that we've had introduced in the past, because like, uh, this is the last thing. So all the characters that we've been introduced to in this episode are like here, and it's like okay, yeah, cool. Thanks for yeah, the little recap, Glee. It's like a play. Yep. yep. Um, Will is sitting at the like judges table area in the auditorium where people like to do that for show choir, and uh, he looks sad. Who gives a shit? Um, and Finn looks constipated because that's all I can say about Finn because he's an asshole. Yeah. Um. Basically, he uh, really kind of. He's he's trying to like show off for Rachel, in a, yeah, in sort of, or like staring at her a lot. That's really what he's doing. Yeah, he's l- just looking at her a lot, and she's like, um, 
Could you not? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, it comes off really predatory. It's weird. Which is gross. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this is where the the episode ends, though. Yep. Um, so, yeah, this this hell is over. Um, we finished the episode. Right. I don't know why that was so rough for we us are, to get through. We will be um, free of this soon. My God. Um, so let's do some of the podcast biz. Free me. Let's um, do this business so, and you can free me from this cage. <laughs> so my gold star, I'm giving it to Rach. Uh, because... Okay. <laughs> because... Well, so somebody called her that in the episode, yeah. which is the reason. But I'm giving it to Rachel, um, which is the first time I've ever <gasps> done that. Because, I love Rachel. Yeah, I'm coming around. At first, I was adamantly against her. But now I think I am on... The side of Rachel. Well, you know, so. she's cool. She only dates senior boys now. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Um, I am a big fan of Rachel as well, but I don't know if I'm going to give it to her. You know, I think I'm going to give it to Jesse St. James. Yeah. Welcome to I the mean, show. We are happy to have you. Hooray. Yes. Yeah. Um, a male lead that can keep up with Rachel. Yep. And I say the best number was Gives You Hell. Um, mostly because the Glee Club did a really nice. great job and Finn sucks. I'm going to say Hello by Lionel Richie. I was going to say there are multiple, so you need to clarify. <laughs> yeah. I know. But yeah, the Lionel the Richie is Saint James Hello one. in the bookstore yeah. with Jesse St. James yep. and Rachel Berry. Or um, uh, what, are their, what are their Spring Awakening names? Fuck. I do not Riddle? know. I could not tell you. <laughs> Ralph and Berta. <laughs> They're, they're I don't like, know. They're like some like Germanic names. Yeah, because they're German. Old school Germanic names because they're German teens. In in the 1800s. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking it up right now so that way we can hey, stop this is a good play, though. the nonsense. It is. If no, it's very good. away from this episode, listener, know that that is a good play. It's Wendla. Wendla. Yeah. Wendla. Um, and then it's not Moritz. Melchior? No, it Melchior. is Moritz. Melchior is the one no. who. No, Mel- Moritz is the one who kills himself. Okay. Melchior is. Mel- Melchior, Melchior, Melchior is. Melchior Gaborg is his name. Yes. Yes. That is, that is his for real name, y'all. That is not um, a joke. And, yeah, sorry about that spoiler there if you haven't seen or heard Spring Awakening. Good job, Sam. Oops. Well, you already said that somebody does that That's anyway. True. Um if there's some heavy themes, heavy themes. Yes. And so um my overall rating for this episode, um, I said I'd slushy it three out of five times, and I think mm. this episode has been a good example as to why, because the two of us are living in hell right yeah, now. Yeah, it it was bad. <laughs> um this this episode is about as long as uh some of them have been, but I feel like I wanna like die. Yeah, exactly. Um uh yeah i don't know why this was such a struggle i need to do slushies i will give this episode two slushies out of five because while it was really bad um i liked seeing jesse st james for the first time that was great and the britannia stuff i really enjoyed uh and the vocal adrenaline number was great. I'm so excited that they're going to be a part of this. Gives you hell was pretty was a pretty good number as well. I like that. I like the. I like the general premise of the episode. I like the outline of the episode. Really, if you if I were to see an outline, I'd be like, yeah, this is a good episode. Um, 
Sorry, we disconnected. Yeah. So, again, our MO, as it were. Um, oh, no, 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 I'm picking you up. Jeez, why aren't you in my headphones? Hello? I don't know. Okay, now you're in my headphones. Hello? Okay, Can that's fine. Me? I'm going to have to cut all that anyway. Yes, I can hear Great. you. Great. Fuck me um, up, man. But yeah, so you're saying two of two of five slushies. Uh, Justin James gets introduced. Like I said, Vogue I think, Journal has a good number. Yeah, like I said, I think I would like the outline of this episode. Like, yeah. if I were to see, I'm looking at my notes, for instance, and I like, yeah, it's like that's all. This is good stuff, except for the inside of the outline. You know, like the yeah, the, bullet the details. Are <laughs> yeah, are pretty not good. There's just some like not cool stuff. Yeah, that said, and the stuff where um where like Emma has to like uh, like feels like she has to apologize to Will yes for yeah things that she shouldn't need to apologize for it's not good yeah it's gross yeah um yeah the other thing for me is that it's so heavy on Will's storyline yeah again like I do not care like this is supposed to be about Glee Club and it keeps happening that it's about this shitty dude who yep. is trying to stick his penis in multiple people and it's like are you kidding me it's like, <laughs> like can, i'm not you, i didn't sign up for this can you not i really just want to watch these teens have a good time damn it <laughs> anyway um next week's episode is the power of madonna so oh. gear up oh. and it's a it's, it's a good. sue heavy episode uh yep per, what side of sue will we see who knows who knows stay, which which of back, sue's personalities stay tuned Yes. Um, and in the meantime, our Facebook information is if you just search Sam and Maggie Hate Glee, you can also go we to Facebook.com. We haven't posted anything on that Facebook. I think, I'll, I, think I might start doing that. That could be fun. I was going ch- to chat with you off the air about that, but we can do it on air if you want. <laughs> well, no, we'll do it off air. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, and then our Twitter is at SNM Hate Glee. Yep. Um, and our Google, our our email is snmhateglee at gmail dot com. Nice, so, yeah. And so, if um, you have any big opinions that you want to share about Glee, you can hit us up at that email. We'll read, we'll read it. That'll be fun. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, and let's gear up. Let's get this second half of season one over with. Yeah. Finished. We can yeah. do it. Yeah, we can. Um. Yeah, and I. I mean, honestly, I think we. I think something just weird happens with that episode that we just did the one that we are on right now um something weird happened there where it got kind of kind of dour but hopefully um we can turn it around and have some fun with the next couple episodes well yeah we can only hope but it really depends on what happens doesn't it in the show (laughs) i guess so um that does not speak well to our last to our last couple seasons in our podcast probably but anyway we knew what we were getting into this, That's true. this show is called like, Sam and Maggie we, yeah. hate Glee. Hate Glee. We have to hate yeah, it. It's true. It's not going to feel good to hate it sometimes. It's going to feel bad. <laughs> I guess you're right. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you can think of? No. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Don't forget to recommend um, us to your friends and family. Yeah. Or, you know, leave a com or leave a review on itunes or whatever other ones you use just that way everybody says it but uh, the reason why you should do it is so that we can improve we would love to hear exactly. what you have to say perhaps you're like maybe stop having so many technical difficulties and we can be like well we're not trying so sorry 
um yeah yeah but i think that's, that's about everything that's pretty for much now. it um thank you so much yep. again sam let's close this out here yeah so i've been sam and i've been maggie and we hate glee from the top